Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 184. This episode is brought to you by our friends at All About Learning Press. Do you have a child with dyslexia or a similar learning challenge? If you do, you will love their compilation of dyslexia and struggling learner resources. You can find them in the All About Learning Press library when you go to 41more.com forward slash dyslexia. Welcome to episode 184. Today we're talking about homeschooling a child with dyslexia. I have done an episode about this previously, which is on episode 37 of the podcast, but that was a while ago and my dyslexic son has graduated from his high school homeschool experience and is now a successful freshman in college. I mean, he wanted to go to college and we made it happen and he's doing really well. And the other thing that I wanted to check back in about this topic is because I got a question from a sweet homeschool mom named Melissa, and she just sent me this really heartfelt email about, you know, she's homeschooling her daughter with dyslexia. Her daughter's now 10 years old and she's still struggling. So she was looking for advice and she was looking for other, you know, ideas to try or just encouragement, I think. And so as I wrote Melissa back, I thought, you know, she's not the only one, I'm sure, because Back years ago when my dyslexic son was just starting to be homeschooled, I felt really alone and lost, and I really wish I had known some things that I'm going to share in today's episode. So I want it to be very actionable because not only do I want to encourage you, but I want to give you strategies and actual resources to use, actual links to check out, books to read that will help equip you to do an amazing job homeschooling your dyslexic child. So I don't want you to feel like, okay, they'd be better off at the school, at the public school down the street. Because the honest truth is, they probably won't. And we will get into why that is the case. But, and I will share a little bit more of our story with our dyslexic son. But I'm going to tell you, as a homeschool parent, you can do a better job homeschooling your dyslexic child than they would be able to do in the classroom. And I say this as a former public school teacher. I wasn't teaching elementary, I was in the middle school. But still, I'm just going to say, public school teachers, They try their best, but they've got huge classes and it's really hard to focus on a few kids and their learning disabilities because you've got to teach this whole class of 25 or 30 kids. So that's why you as the parent, you can do a better job and you don't need to be professionally certified. Of course, you're going to want to learn stuff. You want to learn about this, but I'll tell you what, I have learned Everything I know about dyslexia and teaching a dyslexic child, I've learned it as a homeschool mom, not as a teacher. I didn't learn any of it in my educational experience. So that's why I'm saying you don't have to be a professional educator 
to be able to homeschool your dyslexic child. So let's get into it. I have a lot of topics to cover, but I want to give you hope. I want to give you practical ideas and solutions to help you. If this is where you find yourself, this episode is for you. Now, before I get right into it, I do want to mention that the show notes are at 41more.com forward slash 184. So if I mention a book or a link or a curriculum or anything like that, you'll want to head over to the show notes where everything will be spelled out for you. And you'll find even a ton more information about dyslexia there because I'm beefing up my posts there about dyslexia to make it a really helpful post for any homeschool family that's looking for resources. So once again, those show notes are at 41more.com forward slash one. So the first point I want to mention today is to learn all you can. This is the beauty of homeschooling. When you find an issue or a topic and you're like, okay, I need to become an expert in this, you can do that. And that's why you can do a great job homeschooling your dyslexic child. So what is dyslexia? In short, it's a language-based learning disability, and it's usually characterized by difficulty reading. If your child has normal vision and normal intelligence, but they're struggling when they're learning to read, they might have dyslexia. Other dyslexic Common characteristics are things like decoding, spelling, poor spelling, and those kind of things. Those are exactly the characteristics we saw in our dyslexic son. Instead of learning to read easily like his older sibling had, he just had a harder time with it. And he's still not a great speller, but that's okay. Sometimes these things are going to be with them lifelong, but he has learned to still be able to work within his abilities and his disabilities and still be successful. And so those are some of the signs you're going to want to look for when you're trying to figure out if your child has dyslexia. But the best book I wish I had read years and years ago is The Dyslexic Advantage by Brock and Fernet, and I'm not sure how to pronounce their last name. It's E-I-D-E. And it's an amazing book. I linked it in the show notes for you. If you read one book about dyslexia, read that one. Because It helps you see dyslexia the way you should see it. So yes, your child is going to struggle with some schooly things, right? Reading and spelling. That doesn't mean they're not smart. In fact, dyslexics have superpowers. Their brains are amazing. And the kinds of jobs that dyslexics go into, like engineering and that kind of thing, my dyslexic son can build a computer from scratch. That shows you his superpower. So yeah, he has a hard time with short-term memory. He doesn't, you know, he can't memorize a list of things for any subject and spit it out on a test, but he has super great reading comprehension when he's listening to a book. And he also has an amazing spatial skills where he can build a computer from scratch. And that's what I'm saying. Like dyslexics have shortcomings in some areas, but they're better than the rest of us in some areas also. So if you need to be encouraged and learn how the brain works and the processing works for a dyslexic brain, definitely read the book, The Dyslexic Advantage. So that's number one, learn all you can. Number two, the best advice I can give you is to choose the right curriculum. Not all curriculum will work for your dyslexic child. The best curriculum we have found for reading and spelling, and of course, that's the core, right? That's every, you know, once your kids can read, they can do everything else, but it's that reading and that spelling. It's the language processing that's giving them a hard time. So you want a curriculum that's specially made based on the Orton-Gillingham method. And that curriculum would be all about learning press. 
They have all about spelling and all about reading. Now, we tried so many different spelling curriculums till we finally learned about all about spelling and it clicked. It's the only thing that worked. Now, my son is still not a wonderful speller, but he was able to learn how to be successful anyway. And so I highly recommend you checking out All About Learning Press. You can find them if you go to 41more.com forward slash spelling. I will also link to a review we did about their program because it's the only thing that worked for our dyslexic, like I said. And then, of course, they are the sponsor of today's episode, and I want you to get their resources, especially for dyslexia. And you can find that directly if you go to 41more.com forward slash dyslexia. So definitely choose a good curriculum. Now, along those lines... Don't feel like, okay, if my child has a hard time doing, you know, reading things, then that means he can't learn history and science because that that means a lot of reading. I want you to realize that you can read aloud and I want you to realize they can use audiobooks and you don't have to be stuck just because your child cannot read a big, boring textbook. This is one of the issues that frustrated me so much in a little two-year span where my kids went to a local Christian school, and they held back our dyslexic because the second grade teacher said, well, he can't read our history textbook, so he's going to have to you know, go back to first grade. And I thought, I, I, I mean, I wish I could go back to that point in time and totally redo what we did. They went to, they went to the Christian school for two years. It was not necessary. What second grader needs to read a history textbook? They don't. You can read things to them. They can listen to audiobook. There are way. I mean, his intelligence was not any less. He just was struggling with dyslexia, and they were not able to meet his needs the way I could when we pulled them out and I was able to continue homeschooling. So that's why I'm saying, don't feel like a um, you know a traditional school setting is going to be better for that child than a homeschool mom. So you need to pick the right curriculum and it doesn't need to be heavy. So you're working on their reading and of course you're working on their math, but everything else can be done orally while they're getting their, you know, their, um, what's the word, getting their ability to really have fluency and that kind of thing. You don't want to make them frustrated. So of course do things orally. This is where narration is a beautiful method. Classroom teachers do not know how to use narration. I'm so convinced of this. I'm sorry if I'm on my soapbox too much during this episode, but if I ever had a chance to tell a university what they should change in their um, educational programs, I would say you need a whole class on narration. You guys are missing out because this is beautiful because the kids with dyslexia don't have to be falling behind. They can listen and they can narrate and they can learn to write just orally. And we are missing out on so much when we force our kids to read and write. And especially when they're struggling with dyslexia and trying to get their wits about them, we make them struggle more. And so I think narration is a beautiful method that will work with your dyslexics, especially but definitely choose the right curriculum to help them gain in their fluency, their decoding, and their language skills, because that's the main issue with our dyslexic kids. So I will put links to some resources for narration for you, and of course, All About Learning Press, which you can find at 41more.com forward slash spelling. Now, the next thing I wanted to mention is you need a mindset shift. I've already alluded to this. But I want you to shift your mindset and realize that you can do a better job 
than the public school can. And you might think, well, that's crazy. I'm not a teacher and I have no idea. I don't know anything about dyslexia. Well, that's why you're going to learn. That's why you're going to pick a great curriculum that's based on the Orton-Gillingham method. All about learning press scripts it all out for you. So you don't have to wonder, I don't know how I'm supposed to present this material. You just follow the script. But here's the thing. You've all heard of IEPs, right? Individualized Education Program. This is what our learning disabled kids in schools will have written for them and put in their file, an individualized education program. So it'll have accommodations and different things in there for these kids. Well, guess what? What is homeschooling? It's an individualized education program. It's the ultimate IEP. So don't ever think that your kid has to go to a classroom with a professional educator in order to have a customized education that meets their learning struggles because you can customize everything for them. And that's the beauty of homeschooling. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's the next point I wanted to let you know, and I want you to be encouraged by success stories. I think that's really going to help. It really helped me a lot. When I first heard that Andrew Pudawa from IEW, which is Institute for Excellence in Writing, when I heard that Andrew had a dyslexic son that was homeschooled successfully, and then I found out that he had some podcast episodes with that adult son now telling about his experiences, I just listened to them and they were just what I needed to hear. Although I wish I would have heard them about 10 years prior. And you can find those episodes. I've linked to them on my IEW recommendation page, which you can find at IEW.com forward slash four one more. And so what I took away from that, which really would have been helpful to know early on, is that he used tons of audiobooks with his son who was a dyslexic. He didn't, you know, force him to read written words. He was struggling with that. But his son still had an imagination, still had amazing reading comprehension, still could be challenged. And so they did audiobooks. And in the old days, when I was first learning that my son probably had dyslexia, I felt like using audiobooks was cheating because I felt like, well, I'm supposed to teach him how to read and it's going to be a struggle, but I'm supposed to do that. But I didn't realize that I should have leaned in more to audiobooks. And now this son in high school, he read more than his other siblings, but he wasn't reading physical books. He was doing audiobooks, and he just loves it. And even as part of his accommodations in college, he has audio textbooks or he can scan a page and it will do an audio, um, like an audio reader back to him. And so sometimes your dyslexics, they can be successful, but they're going to have to learn how to compensate and accommodate. And so just a little bit of a you know, encouragement for you. This son of mine who has dyslexia is getting all A's and B's in college. He is, he's doing fine. He needs things like longer time for testing. That's one of his accommodations. And he's never going to be an awesome speller, but who cares? But the great thing is because he wasn't in a traditional classroom, at least not for you for long. I already told you about the worst two years of our lives there when he was in a Christian school. 
But because he didn't grow up in a classroom his whole his whole educational career, he didn't have to grow up with that stigma around his learning struggles. He could still do his best and be successful, and he's successful today. So these are just two examples. My own son, and then I know you'll love hearing about Andrew Pudawa's son and how they were successful, even though he had dyslexia. Like I said, embrace the the superpowers, so to speak, of dyslexic students. And then one other aspect that I'll just mention here at the end, although I don't have personal experience with it, is to look into possible eye tracking issues. Some families that I've done homeschool evaluations for have told me that their children benefited greatly from eye therapy. And I don't even think not, I don't even think all regular eye doctors are equipped for this type of eye therapy. They had to go to a specialist, I'm pretty sure. But sometimes dyslexics have tracking issues that makes the dyslexia worse, or it could even be the main issue with their dyslexia. So if you haven't, you know, looked into that aspect of it, I would say go for that. Also, I I don't have a lot more detail to give you there, and I wish I did, but maybe if someone has more information, they could send me an email or comment in the show notes, and then people can find links to where they can get help for that. But all in all, I want you to know, if you're homeschooling a dyslexic kid, you're not alone. You can do an awesome job. Hopefully, I've given you some concrete places to look for more help, and definitely check out the show notes where I will flesh out more of this and also link to resources. You can find the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 184. Don't forget to download your free resources about dyslexia from All About Learning Press, which you can find at 41more.com forward slash dyslexia. Thanks for joining us today. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.